normal. Move it. Normal people. Normal people. Move it. It's NMMP, back from the dead in at least two ways. And to celebrate that, we're going to be talking about a movie that is very much dead. So uh, let's, without further ado, um, I'm Jordan, just a pen. That's all you can say about me. Okay. Um, okay. I'm joined here by uh, Andrew. Uh, nobody cares anymore, right? Oh, oh man. Nobody cares. <laughs> God, it's and, a little too real. Uh, and who dot dot dot? What are you, Alex? <laughs> uh, that would be like a season finale kind of reveal. Oh yeah, we should have done that before we went on hiatus for like eighteen <laughs> months. <laughs> should have ended with like the sound of someone strangling someone else and then cut out. Is right. the finale is like who are you? And then the premiere is what are you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Done. All right. Um, we're talking about the comic book movie event of this or any other generation, uh, 2019's... What's the title? full title, Andrew? Is it X-Men colon Dark Phoenix, or is it just Dark Phoenix? It depends who you ask, but I think it's actually Dark Phoenix is the actual That's how title. it was when yeah. I remember like seeing it on movie, like Cinema Clock or whatnot. It was always just Dark Phoenix. The movie itself is less sure, yes. but yeah. And ultimately, <laughs> the answer is... Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a, not, a lot of, uh, by a lot, I mean like a couple, but a, a, we are grateful for this, a couple of nice uh, Twitter responses about us coming back. Oh, that's nice. Um, and longtime um, listener of the show and fellow Venom apologist uh, at uh, Perfidious <laughs> Sin asks, uh, why does this movie exist? Uh, we... <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it. I don't think any of us here can answer that question beyond um, short-sighted studio malarkey um, yes. that led to this being both heavily delayed and fast-tracked at the same time, <laughs> which is kind of a terrible combination. Don't worry, it's seamless. Yeah, yeah. You'll never be able to tell. <laughs> it's not quite Fantastic Four 2015 levels of, like, spot the wig, but yeah. it's also, like, lots of scenes with one character shouting at nothing and then all the other characters responding. Yeah. <laughs> I, apparently that farm was only available from, you know, from July to September, and then they had to wait another year. No, I mean, no, yeah, no, once wedding season it. hits, man, like, you're not going to get that venue again. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's just to show that character's isolation. Oh, you see, right. It's actually quite deep, Jordan, if you thought about it. Duh. That's true. Um, thinking about it is something that this movie is not going to reward you for. <laughs> we might be the first ones. Usually in almost every other X-Men movie, um, the roles and lines in the sand are pretty clear. Like, sometimes in the recent ones, like in Days of Future Past, um, Magneto will pull some, like, third act betrayal after a reluctant team-up. Uh, right. That seems to be the thing, but, like... Not, never in the series are you sort of just cast adrift trying to sort out every character's motivation and, like, behavior pattern. Because I would say that that's done uh, erratically in this movie. Just, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a job trying to track what everybody, like, not even what everybody's doing, but who they all are. 
which yeah. is pretty sad considering this is the 10th fucking X-Men yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, this is making me think back to the second X-Men movie that had a similar task, but like actually was able to build on those characters. Like, it, it seems like this movie missed the entire point, of, like one of the advantages of an X-Men movie in that, like, as you said, those roles and like who they are in that world should be established. Like this should be a movie where you have time to, you know, play around and have fun, like do something with those characters. Right. But I guess, I don't know. I, I guess maybe the difference is, is that like this one is working off of characters that were introduced in X-Men apocalypse, which is one of the worst so, movies of the decade. Yeah. So maybe they should have like, again, you, you to, to try and be like nice enough here. Um, like, they don't, they can sort of, like, take risks for characters and something like that, or put old characters in new situations at the start of the movie, which can, you know, make you wonder, you know, what has happened. But with this, it's just, like, all of the X-Men have sort of homogenized into one single emotionless character. Yeah. <laughs> um it's and, like they're all there because they had nothing better to do. Yeah, like, and I, it, yeah, and, yeah, and I also have to say that if you have a movie that's like as widely reviled as Apocalypse, um, which is also like the source of introducing characters like Nightcrawler and Storm, maybe, and like Cyclops and Jean, maybe just like take a step back and like ease us back into these characters. Yeah, or show them as actually like a part of the, you know, member part of the school right. and a part of the team because nah. they actually didn't really have any of that in apocalypse you don't really need that no just cut that no yeah you don't need an emotional core to any of this yeah we actually did cut that from apocalypse like the younger characters had some like bonding scenes that actually were deleted they're on like the dvd or whatever oh yeah well, are you I the mean, proud they, owner of they, a dvd <laughs> of x-men apocalypse <laughs> oh, tell us about yeah tell us about so, the, yeah, this so. non-existent director's commentary yeah. Listen, there's there's only one way to get more Jubilee in my life. Right. <laughs> Here's my prediction of that DVD. When you click on special features, you have deleted scenes and theatrical trailer, and you're done. <laughs> I almost made Andrew spit take there. I, that would have been nice. You know I love a good DVD yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's it. Um, Alex, you nailed it, though, um, when we were talking, because you said that that they just... Like, our reaction to all this nonsense is, like, akin to someone seeing a, like, an MCU movie for the absolute first time. Like, you're just sort of, like, annoyed that all this noise is going on. <laughs> yeah. And you don't know why there's just, like, loud, violent punching. Yeah. Or whose side anybody mm -hmm. is on. Right. Yeah. Who was it? It's like, it's this, this movie looks like every, uh, how like a com every comic book movie looks like to anybody over the age of 50. Oh yeah. That's really like, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like right down to the like weird CGI floating and stuff like that. <sighs> yeah. And another thing that's just like critically wrong with this is, um, Andrew, you pointed out when we were watching it too, that, um, that this movie doesn't know whether it, you have to have watched all other X-Men movies or no X-Men movies. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it can't decide whether this is like an entry point Yeah. or, but certainly a, a friggin' exit wound. Yeah. Well, what were some of the moments where like they, they took time to have like expository dialogue on what Cerebro was. Right. Like they yeah. did that. But the, if you also hadn't seen X-Men three or X two, you also wouldn't understand or even the more recent. Yeah. Ones. You wouldn't understand yeah. any of the actual like Phoenix storyline. 
right? Well, the fact that yeah. it starts with this, like... Like, if you hadn't watched any, like, any of those movies, like, is what would have actually clued you into the stakes for, like, Dark Phoenix, like, Jean Grey as a character, no, what yeah, the Phoenix power is? Doesn't like, exist. Yeah, you wouldn't and, know any of that. And the stakes of this movie are, like, violently changed in the last act alone. Because yeah. the first, the first, like, <laughs> three quarters yeah. of this movie are about, I guess, finding Jean and, like, maybe a bit of a, like ideological difference about what to do with her. If you could be generous about that. Yeah. Um, don't but, lie to kids is I guess the message of this movie. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of had questions. I wanted to ask you guys if you thought there was any, uh, theme or moral <laughs> perhaps no. in no, no, this no. movie at all. Cause no. there's, yeah. Cause there's also not like an arc for most of these characters. No, they're all just like, they're, they're like, playing X-Men the arcade game. Like, press the super button to, like, yeah. use their super, and it drains <laughs> some health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, beyond the themes of which I don't, I can't identify at all. Like, um, is there, is, is like... Literally, some, like, the bad guy's last lines are, are some, some, your emotions make you weak. And then Jean Grey is like, my emotions make me strong. But that... I don't think that was a theme in the movie. They just yeah, that was not your problem earlier. She yeah. mostly wanders <laughs> around catatonic for most of the movie. <laughs> which which character are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. the seat's already dead by that scene, Jordan. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah, yeah. My God, let's just talk about that before right. we get like. I I knew that uh, there were some acting concerns going into this movie because um, you saw X Men Apocalypse. That's true. <laughs> and again, normally we like to stray from that with this stuff. Like we we rarely call out a particular performance unless it's really good. I find, or like unusually good for the material at hand. I feel like we don't yeah. spend a Is lot of time. Is that historically backed up? Do we do that? Yeah. Do we, no, but I I you guys try to think like do we spend a lot of time bashing particular actors here? I feel like we don't. We'll I, usually, yeah, like, I, I guess we don't dwell on it. It's just like, oh, well, this actor's phoning it in. Her, her, her. Yeah, we laugh we at, on. like, the awkwardness. And obviously, like... like And the absurdity, too. Like, yeah. there's a lot of most normal moments that are maybe at the expense of a certain actor. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but usually it's all in good fun. I'm sure. just thinking of The Shadow now more than oh, anything. My. That's the performance <laughs> we loved, yeah. Sometimes yeah. Um, a bad movie can be saved by a really good performance. <laughs> that is not the case with this movie. Um... We have made many Jennifer Lawrence like contractual obligation jokes um, over our uh, over the last four movies, uh, but this is like a new low. She is so checked out. Yeah, uh, most of them are checked out. Like Fastbender's checked out too. Yeah, Fastbender we... should not even be in this movie. No, he yeah. should. What's he doing here? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Uh, well, we talked about how in, I think somebody can like should fact check us on this, but I believe in the uh, like X Men Apocalypse episode all of us sort of agreed that it's like, this has to be the last, last X-Men movie oh, yeah. for the main three in that. Like, McAvoy, Fassbender, and Lawrence, like, we all thought it's like, they're, they're, they, they clearly don't want to be here. Like, there's no way that they would come back for another one. Yeah. Right. But they don't, like Alex was saying, they don't even make, like, functional or logical use of these, uh, like, admittedly emotionally removed actors. Like, yeah. one of the weirdest things about this is... The fact that the key dramatic moments are between characters that you wouldn't expect, so it really dulls the impact. Or, or characters, in a lot of cases, it's really their first time meeting in earnest. 
in this. Like Magneto and Jean Grey didn't get a lot of screen time together. Not in so much, but you would, you would buy this movie. Yeah. You would assume that they've been inseparable. Maybe. Yeah. But even though some characters have shared some time in previous movies, the biggest like impactful moments that presumably like three previous movies are helping set it up, uh, especially when like one character is about to die. Like the, the, those scenes aren't with the two characters you would think. Like they, there's very little stuff between, um, like Professor X and Mystique in this movie. There's like a few scenes, and then the big dramatic like final yeah. conversation is between her and Beast, which is, I mean, they've they've had some time together before, and there's been like maybe a romantic spark, but it doesn't really resonate as much as if you were to put that with Charles, who's been with her since she was a baby. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah, it's. It seems like if there's one trend in, I guess, these last, like, the new X-Men movies, I guess, it's that the the conflict between some of these characters gets weaker and weaker as they go along. And this one is probably one of the, the strangest in that it's the conflict, I guess, is that Charles is too much of like a publicity also dropped the immediately yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Drop, yeah, dropped within the first act but it's also one where it's like this has not been set up before like this is not something that is an earned conflict in any way well andrew i'm sure it ties directly into the themes of uh emo- emotions american <laughs> of excess too much that's emotion. what the theme is yeah here. <laughs> we all just want 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 <laughs> to lie to children <laughs> to lie and to that's children. it yeah hey, this is like a rorschach test movie where you just like whatever theme you think is in there tells you more about you than the movie i mean far be it for this show to use hyperbole in any respect but like (laughs) i i don't understand how anybody could see this and enjoy it like wholeheartedly and we're also giving this like again you two feel free to interrupt me because i don't want to speak on your behalves but like i'm gonna like out and out say that this is like the the worst kind of NMMP movie where it's not worth watching even as like a fun joke. Yeah, like because it's joyless. Like I would call it franchise killing, be, but apocalypse happened last time. Yeah. So <laughs> this is like the nail in the coffin. And there's also a lot of like, um, like this is like produ- another there's like nail. A, there's in like, the like a, produ- a lot of like you yeah. know uh, you know outer factors to this that it's like you know this was probably going to be the last X Men movie regardless of how well it did. Yeah, because with this cast because of. 20th Century Fox but the, yeah. the writing was on the wall with Apocalypse for sure that this was this was not critically appreciated at all like that was the first like main series movie in you know since the last stand that that people were turning on like Apocalypse yeah yeah um yeah, because I'm willing to bet they had pretty high hopes because they were setting up, like, the new class. Yes, but they... This, but, right. Yeah. And you have them attempting to tell one of the most iconic stories in the history of those characters. Uh, but it's done really badly. And... <laughs> um, Do you think this was this was just doomed from the start? Like, they should have just either, as you said, like, taken a... Like, decided to redo the story and, like, have a first act that sort of reintroduced you to these characters... Like, would that fix it, or it was it just the, doomed from the get-go? The best thing that could have happened to this script as it is now is some earlier production delays that made it hard to get everybody together before the Disney thing happened. 
Like that would have been the best possible <laughs> if this place had never for, happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Alex, what do you think? Um, it's ugly. <laughs> it's um no you yeah you can't do anything from here. I, I I was sorry I was sitting here on like a would you call this movie post apocalyptic joke but it's not it's not worth <laughs> saying out loud. Well, I'm laughing. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Um, no, it's. I'm just glad it's over. I'm glad it's done. Uh, I really the show, like however, Apocalypse. not even close. Yeah, no, we still <laughs> yeah, have X Men Three to watch, Acosta. Yeah, so it's it's not don't over care at all. Chickens <laughs> yet? Yeah, no, yeah nothing's um, over. Yeah. I don't think it's a surprise if me of all people says like I'm sure the MCU version of X Men will be great. Um. So at and, this point, it's yeah. like you know, I'm, I, I, it doesn't matter that this is bad. Um, it is bad. It's not good. <laughs> it's really, like you said, uh, it's not fun to watch as a bad movie. No. Really, it's just kind of like dry. It's really dry. It's yeah. withered. It's probably one of the most self-serious X-Men movies oh, I think sure. we've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Which is ridiculous because we've also seen like the Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think the Wolverine had more moments of levity. It also has an actor who's fully committed to the character. Too committed, yeah. yeah. Too committed. <laughs> yes. Please, you, just drink some water. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's... it's. Does he fight a bear in that one? Yes, he does. <laughs> Old bear, yeah. That's Old it. bear. Old bear. Loves the crossbow. Um, There's just... Like, even structurally, the it's got immediate problems. And not just tonally, like Andrew said, which I agree with, but, um, like, the the opening being, like, an extraterrestrial adventure, and just, like, even the intro, like, the scenes between young Gene and Charles feel incomplete, and yeah. certainly they don't hook you into, like, what's coming for the rest of the movie. Yeah, right. it's, it's a moment where they, again, are assuming that you've seen previous X-Men movies and just don't want that introduction there's but honestly this is this is beyond me about how you could make dark phoenix without basically without gene at all like she's such a husk with nothing going on and no psychology to the character whatsoever she's just she's going through the motions she is a shell that is taken over by a space thing (laughs) and then loses most autonomy at that point it's ridiculous it's like it's really just a nasty treatment for this character who previously um, and you know x3 wasn't perfect or anywhere near it it's probably a zero out of ten i haven't seen it since i since it came out (laughs) but certainly the first two x-men movies treated that character as something yeah and they made like her relationship with cyclops into a major thing yeah there are dynamics around that character this movie is dynamicless yeah yeah even the right. stuff it's, that, it's inert. It's inert. Even yeah. the stuff that has previously been set up so easily and should be just like a, a natural or second nature at this point, or just like a slam dunk, like Charles and Eric. It's nothing. <laughs> Do they it's even like talk in this movie. They talk at the end, but it's like weird and stunted. Yeah, like yeah. both of them don't want to be there or are tired of doing these chess scenes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so when you talk about. Um, our, the question, like, why does this exist? I'm stumped because obviously we know the production issues and we know the ending, like what happened to these characters. But like, was this meant to conclude the franchise? Probably not. I think inertia 
is kind of the best way to describe <laughs> how why this exists. Yeah, like it's the same. It's a kind of like the principle of if we don't make another Fantastic Four movie, we, we lose the rights. We rice, can't yeah. make another Fantastic <laughs> yeah. Four. Movie. Um, I mean, uh, the most interesting thing for me when watching this, because like Lord knows, I was checked out for like whatever plot stuff was happening because it was so dry and boring. Like I'm wondering where New Mutants is going to come in. Like a movie that is still in limbo despite rapping like years ago i'd assume that even before this came out i assumed that new mutants was going to be something where it's just like its own side story that doesn't really have any like almost a deadpool level connection to the main x but that movie at least like will be more interesting than this because that's at least trying something beyond the norm this is this is a way worse (laughs) version of what you would get from like like a cartoon covering the Dark Phoenix story. It's considerably worse than that in every is, capacity. Yeah. Is that the best thing that came out of this movie? Is that all the actors were in makeup so they could film that Deadpool 2 cameo? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, that might be the best That's thing. That's probably yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the the characters from, like, who, have, who we've been with from the start are bad. The new characters are bad. The dynamics are non-existent or ridiculous. The yeah. basic plot is just either boring or, like, jarringly askew at yeah. a moment's notice. Um, the ending is cheap. The, like... Yeah, the entire villains of it are, like, these ill-defined generic aliens. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah, makes no stuff sense. Stuff that should really drive the plot forward, like, you know, maybe Cyclops' urgent, you know, love for his partner. It just doesn't come in at all. Like, it yeah. barely factors into the story. Um, did you describe what? it as, like, a video game movie, in a way? Because it definitely feels like... I didn't say that, but... Okay. Uh, it feels like it's the movie version of, like, the X-Men arcade game, in a lot of ways. <laughs> Where Not enough Colossus. Yeah. But, like, it's just... <laughs> like you're, you're, Was I supposed to do the noise there again? Sorry, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I, said, I said, not enough Colossus. <laughs> I said, I not enough Colossus. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this is more takes than the movie got. To the <laughs> yeah. I feel like they, they made a crucial blunder in just Age of one? Apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> well... You're right, either way, whichever movie you're talking about, more than one. But um, that movie introduced, like, the new class of younger X-Men characters, but uh, they 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 spent a lot of that time teasing Jean Grey stuff and not really doing any Cyclops Jean Grey legwork, which maybe I could have excused in this movie if they had already, like, established it, right? Yeah, um, there, but there was nothing, like, there's, yeah, there's no threads. there wasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no threads. Nothing. Like, there's nothing. nothing to hold on to here. You don't know whether this is, like, kicking the ball forward from, like, a, you know, a studio perspective or... It, it's uh, That's definitely what I take away from it, of it's just them, like, this is the story they set up, this is clearly where they wanted to go after Apocalypse, but they just... They weren't going to let sort of the disappointment of that movie stop this the future plans. They yeah. should have debuted on VOD. This should not have been theatrically released. It was not ready to be seen by like millions of people. Yeah, but it was but it was meant to be theatrically released like two years ago when they started production. Yeah. So it's probably just a like, well, yeah, we can't do like a straight to VOD with these actors, probably by contract. So they're <laughs> but, just but like, don't, oh, you, yeah. don't I mean you fly a lot. Like, don't <laughs> you like when you 
See, and you're also like plugged into what's actually like coming out in a given year. But I experienced this because <laughs> I was flying it recently, and you see a movie. There's this singular experience where you're fl- you're going through what's playing on an airplane, and you see a movie that is from the this year with like huge actors. Yeah, that you've, you've never heard of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just like, what the hell? Like, what? Where? What went wrong? <laughs> That's kind of like what you would get if this movie was probably was like you're like oh my god there's another X Men movie like why is this why wasn't this in theaters there must be something really oh there it is practically speaking that's probably a lot of people's experience with Dark Phoenix because it had like the only real news around it was that nobody saw it in theaters so I'm willing to bet that there's a couple people that are on flights right now who are encountering this movie and are like. You're Wait, right. There's another like they probably don't even know like they probably haven't seen Apocalypse. Like they probably have no clue where this is. Like you're way better off looking at the flight map than watching this. Like to see you just like inching closer to Tucson. Yeah, like there's yeah. there's an arc. There's like progression. <laughs> there is. You're there's going wind somewhere. speed. Yeah. And you'll probably be happy with the ending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, assuming everything goes well. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Um <laughs> Like, this is just irredeemable, and it's, like, do you want to see your favorite mutants doing, it's, like, exchanging confused glances and basically looking at their watches for an hour and a half? Because this is the movie for you. Is this, like, the, not even worst, because it, I was going to say, just, like, the least committed performances by, like, the biggest group of actors that we've ever seen in this Short show? of, like, a major, like, like, those sort of major... Uh, high budget movies like Cutthroat Island or something like that that are known for being like <laughs> like bizarre like whiffs. Yeah, but usually those are just like misfires is, or like they just really underestimate sh- like they overestimated how much like America's movie going audience is interested in pirate movies. Right. This is the uh, <laughs> yeah. this is the Heaven's Gate of X Men movies. Just except it's not going to be like retroactively appreciated in yes. thirty years. A lot less horses were killed. Making right. This I knew movie. you were going to say yes, that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. More horse acting, but fewer horse deaths. <laughs> wow. You could have replaced key characters in this movie with livestock, and no one would be able to tell the difference. You could have replaced. Cyclops with like a with like a pot-bellied pig. Yeah. And just have him snorting and rooting around in feces. And no like it'd be like that's Cyclops for you. Put the little visor on him. And then whenever he needs his one ability, which is to shoot lasers out of his eyes, they just pick the pig up and point him at a door. Oh my god. Yeah. They just like have a blue painted rooster as nightcrawler. <laughs> nightcrawler. I mean beast is a pretty easy one at that point. Oh right? boy. Yeah. Just so, throw, yeah. like, yeah, so, a can of paint and a badger. There's yeah. no finality here, so there's no, like, sense of series closure. No, and they clearly, they end it with some ambiguity and, like, probably wanting to continue The only the ambiguity story. you're going to have is, like, trying to recall why you saw this movie in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> like, weren't you going to see Deadpool 2? How'd you end up here? Yeah. I was going to go pick up my son at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I wound up in this theater. Um... <laughs> When Andrew was visiting me, Alex, we were talking about this a little bit, but um, he came to see me before I moved back here. So it was like early July um, yeah. when we saw the slightly better um, Spider-Man Far From Home, <laughs> just a little bit better than this. Tad, yeah. But so we, we had like a spare day and we were trying to think of something to do. It was on the 4th of July um, yeah. and we found one theater that was had like one daily showing of Dark Phoenix left 
in like okay. <laughs> in the entire state, presumably. Right. Um, and I kept trying to bug Andrew to go, mm-hmm. but it would have cost us in total with the tickets probably like 120 bucks. What? Yeah, because we would have had to like go to like San Antonio basically. We were, we to see were going that. to some like suburb, uh, and Andrew just ultimately made the decision that he we, it was not worth it, and we should just like hang out as friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd rather just sit maybe, in silence. Yeah, but my maybe lord, that's the real theme right. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe the movie you're supposed to reflect on it and be like, I don't need these comic book movies in my life. I could have spent this time with friends or yes. working on a hobby or, or building my skills. Yeah, enriching yourself <laughs> with any real way. I like the idea of an unintentionally life-affirming movie. <laughs> like <that's... laughs> uh, but there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing here for anybody. Um, if you're an X-Men fan, you're better off not seeing it. <laughs> you might be an X... X then oh my pants. god Some, something like that uh, that is definitely the title I, I'm, of I'm still workshopping it but okay. I got bought out by Disney while I was making it <laughs> yeah. so now you have to silently make that joke and hope that you know not give a fuck whether or not anybody <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna actually make that joke at three months from now way later than I should have <laughs> and then like you know just kind of hope I get any kind of you know re- reception from it uh, um so yeah, well, if obvious, the movie itself didn't get much of a reception. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> so obviously, joke, yeah. um, everybody knows by now that um, 20th Century Fox was acquired by Disney along. With what? When? Hold on. <laughs> when I said when I sent you that message the other day saying stop the presses, I meant it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we so really need breaking news music. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, this just in. I send Alex a lot of emails that just have this subject line. This just in. <laughs> For immediate yeah. release. For immediate release, and it's a lot of just, most of the time it just says hi. Yeah. I mean, in your defense, Jordan, like, Acosta is a major shareholder of News Corp, so he there already go. should be aware of he this. He bought yeah. millions of dollars in X-Men, the characters, yeah. so he must, be in a, yeah. he must be in a bad way now. Yes. Hence why he's still doing this show. Yes. Um, but Old Alex, Alex Murdoch. Yeah. Alex, how long have they, as Marvel said, that, like, the X-Men are on ice? It's like zero. They haven't said anything about no, they, it. They, they, they no, they 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 said, oh, we don't have any plans for them in Phase Four. But Phase Four is like this really nebulous concept that only exists in like Marvel fans' hearts, <laughs> um, because there's no defined end for it. Technically, they they showed us like four movies and eighteen television shows, <laughs> and we're like, all right, here's Phase Four Part One. <laughs> what does that mean? Just make it another phase. There's no Part Two. <laughs> Don't give me this horse crap. Uh, but it, so yeah, yeah. So uh, they they did do the big like here's Phase Four Part One, and they kind of ended it by saying like hope you all love that. You know we haven't even talked about Fantastic Four. We haven't talked about our plans for mutants. Yeah, yeah. They they teased it. Right. So there's no there's no like they're on ice. It's just we have all these other things that are further along in the process. Right. But since the year 2000, we pretty much got a new X Men movie every three years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, we're, so now we, we're looking at probably a five-year gap between this and the next, like, major X-Men film, if it's not on the docket. Or TV series on Disney+. Plus. Oh, no, because Phase 4 Part 1 that they've shown is only up to, like, 2022, right? Okay. So, theoretically, if it's, like, the first movie next after the ones they've already revealed, it'd be, what, another three years? Yeah. So maybe four. We'll see what happens, but this is yeah. a total redo. 
And I'm just, I'm shocked that Jennifer Lawrence signed on to 10 more of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she must really love the character. Yeah, I actually would love to know the story of like, because there's no way they signed all those main actors on for like, Yeah, did they really four sign like a four movies? movie contract? I have no, no. idea. I yeah. should have looked into it. Yeah. But like nobody here is happy. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> glad with how this turned out. By here, do you mean in this podcast? Well, obviously, that goes without saying for most of the episodes. Um, and as usual with like bad comic movies, you just have like several immensely overqualified performers doing thankless supporting roles. Like Jessica Chastain here is just could, it, yeah, it, like it, it could have been anybody. Yeah, you yeah. could have pushed a vacuum cleaner on set with a with like a with a picture of her stuck to it, and it would have had the same effect. Like she's she's got nothing to work with here. Yeah, and. You'd think that with all this stuff, there'd at least be one character maybe with some material, but nobody has anything here. There's no substance to any of the events that happen on screen. Yeah, and not a whole lot of consequences either, right? Like it's Despite killing off several characters, people seem to move past it pretty quick. Yeah, but I mean, the killing off characters that other X-Men movie have been happy to leave for dead right <laughs> spoilers yeah i mean y'all that's not a full spoiler you have to use your noodle to figure that one out yeah or just listen to any of our 15 other x-men episodes or have you know watched x-men movies between the years what 2000 and 2006 pretty much yep um yeah so i guess we're not going to reflect on the whole series until we're done with uh, x3 or x-men the last stand but what a yeah! Giant. Who calls it X three? Somehow the best take on the Dark Phoenix storyline. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! Yeah, but ultimately, um, even though First Class isn't my favorite movie, um, I can still say that these these four films started out promising. At least Days of Future Past is really good because it actually does marry two different generations of performers, and that's really cool. Um, but it this just like collapses under its own weight. Um, yeah. pretty much as soon as Apocalypse starts. Um, and these, like, the gimmicks that brought you in for the first place that seemed interesting, like, you know, taking these period approaches either don't serve any purpose later on, despite their, like, yeah. their ceaseless commitment to it. Yeah. Or... Kind of washes away. Yeah, it washes away. Or it becomes, like, an active impediment to, like, basic storytelling. Yeah, it's a gimmick. Uh, and it also leads to, like, a kind of major plot hole in that all of these actors, uh, and like, you know, um, Xavier Magneto and I guess Mystique, it doesn't really count for, but like they Beast. should be beast. Yeah. is like, they should be 50 in this movie. It's They've been, it's been 30, it's been 30 years. They age slower. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only the blue side age. He just switches yeah. back and forth to keep it even. So he like ages half as quick. Yeah, obviously, like, this movie takes place effectively ten years before the events of the first X Men. Yeah, movie, it does. Right? But everybody looks like a million years younger. So there you go. they all fell into the age pool. The, the last yeah. pool. Yeah, the last. <laughs> the, reverse, the reverse. Yeah, that's yeah, the guy. Yeah. The, reverse, yeah. <laughs> the one that Razal Ghul doesn't want you to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything else on this poop? <laughs> on this. Crap. Yeah. Crapola. No. There's, there's nothing there's really nothing here. else to yeah. say. Yeah. 
there's no reason to see this. Like, even on an airplane, I'm sure there's... You could just watch Smallfoot or whatever. Like, one of two Yeti-related animated movies. <laughs> just just roll the dice on one of the other X-Men movies that is available on that plane. Are you a big fan? Another one. Are you a big fan of when one movie... They have the entire series except for one movie. Because yes. I'm a huge I fan love of that. that. I love seeing... Because on my recent um, flight, they had Rockies 1 through 5. Um, and then they skipped... Uh, Rocky Balboa and Creed, but they did have Creed 2. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Uh, There's been a lot of flights that I've been on that, like, they only have Predator 2. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be Predator very popular. Uh, it's, in, it's in, like, the... Yeah. It's in the grab bag package. Yeah, yeah, it's... they Major airlines buy their DVDs the same way we do, which is at a gas <laughs> at a station. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get the, like, six for eight bucks or whatever, and you're like, oh, snap. I, I, one of these movies is decent. Oh, man. So when I was... I got um, most of the Death Wishes sh- and most of the Police Academy. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Great. When I, was, um, when I was bedridden with a very serious illness over the past couple months, um, Andrew wonderfully kept sending me, like, care packages and one of those was just like a DVD player and a stack of like, biz- I'll say eclectic films <laughs> that he found at some sort of San Francisco like swap meet. What was it? I was just like a used uh, yeah DVD and music store in San Francisco. They must have never. I got, I got looks. Yeah. yeah. With that cart. Yeah. <laughs> There's some real standouts like the film SWAT. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, directed by University of Ottawa. Yeah. 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 Clark Johnson. Uh yeah, not, not, uh, but I'd rather watch SWAT than watch this movie. If, I'm just saying, if you, if you ever contract another life-threatening illness, Jordan, <laughs> Dark Phoenix might be a DVD set to you. So. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of options that you've given me to sort through. And Alex, I also saw SWAT in theaters. So <laughs> just want to let you know. That's definitely in the, my dad. I knew you were going to say that. Era. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Um, if you are, if this movie is your favorite film of the year, please contact. No, us. I was going to say, for yeah. the love of God, stay away. We don't want to hear. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like there, you definitely hold some troubling political beliefs. <laughs> uh, if this is your favorite film of the year. <laughs> You're pro well, shapeshifting alien. Oh, you there's... saw those videos on YouTube as well. This is some sort of an Alex yeah. and Rorschach test. And I think he's right. Like even you, the themes you take out of it. If you see good movie watching this, then like you have a troubled constitution. <laughs> like you you need you need to talk to someone about movies immediately and see the error of your ways because this isn't good. Nobody's happy here. <laughs> yeah. Moving okay, on. Yeah. You might be a normie if. Yeah, you normie if this is your favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's, uh, before we get to our patented, uh, awards and rankings, I just want to tell everybody to go to normalmovies.com, which will surely be a, just a, a torrent of updates now that we're back into our semi-regular recording schedule. We're back, baby. Yeah. It feels so good to be back. I mean, I did almost die. <laughs> just say a but... semi-regular recording schedule. <laughs> well, Andrew's Don't on the road that stuff. 60 weeks a year somehow. Because yep. he's on, like, metric time. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but we will... We'll be back probably, I hope, like twice a month, three times a month. That'd be nice. Andrew looked fucking horrified when I said three times a month. The joy drained out of his face. It's just the it's real, better than three times a week, buddy. Realizing that I'm not going to be here for the next month is uh, that three times a month schedule is going to be difficult. Yeah. In the future, 
two times a month, I think, is fair. Two times? Two, two times. times. Okay. One, two. Okay. The one, two, NMNP punch. There yeah. we go. But anyways, yeah, normalmovies.com. Uh, we're at Golden Pounce on uh, Twitter. And we have to say super thank you to uh, NMNP super fan uh, Dr. Sam, who gave the NMNP studio here a signed Willem Dafoe as Robo Goblin, like like Robo Goblin, yeah, as Robo Goblin framed photo, yeah, like he yes. mid pounce, he's if, ready to pounce. If there was like one. a cradle of pouncing where this show <laughs> stemmed from, it would be this fella right here. Yep. Um, yeah, like this is the start of a shrine it. to yeah. pouncing. There wouldn't we'll be a sh- more. Yeah. There wouldn't be a show without this this performance. So uh, yeah, once again, um, we love you both. Sam and uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. In yeah. that order? Yeah, there you go. They should put <laughs> Sam and Willem Dafoe in a lighthouse and then make an, uh, an art house movie about it. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for our A24 Oh, podcast. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we rank everything A24 at the end. This podcast is sponsored by A24. <laughs> uh, they make the best, like, trailers in the business, by the way. They're they, good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, A24 does, Alex. Are you, you're not even keeping up with our our, our uh, industry lingo. Yeah. Just yeah. talking about I like need to read company. Variety more, I guess. Yeah, the pages. You gotta read the pages. Yeah, you, you, my bad. Messed up again. Um, yeah. yeah, Golden Pounds at Twitter. Um, yeah, hit us up. Give us suggestions of what you want to see because uh, <laughs> we know this one was one that was just burning through your... Like the veins, demand was, like yeah. the Phoenix Force. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You needed to get, the, you needed to hear our take on this one. Yeah, it's the only reason the show came back is all of these people kept coming up to me in the street asking, "It's like, when's your Dark Phoenix episode?" <laughs> exactly. Guys? Yes. Like, America. And then wants as soon as they know. walked away, they turned into other people. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, awards <laughs> here. Um. We're going to do something very different, which is like a unanimous. There's not even going to be any debate about the Golden Pounce winner. Who wants to take it? Alex, you do it. Alex, uh, tell it us is, who wins the Golden Pounce. Uh, uh, quite simply put, it is a, a framed photo of Mystique. It honestly looks like they took a picture in the same neighborhood that she dies in. She's just in her <laughs> X-Men uniform, having a good time. And it it's just, why did they take that picture? It doesn't look like her you know faculty yeah picture. she's giving a nice smile too which is like yeah it's like a headshot and that it's is very, yeah it's very totally inappropriate for the movie yeah. first of all two things will get you an instant golden bounce on the show <laughs> one a headshot of like like from the <laughs> any fucking, publicity photo yeah, any publicity yeah, photo yes. and two if an animal catches <laughs> on fire <laughs> then they automatically shoot to the top we're I, waiting for a flaming publicity photo oh yeah <laughs> yeah then the show is just complete. Yeah. What the fuck was the deal with that helicopter scene? This movie? Yeah, that was a strong. <laughs> so do we want to give a shawl of shame to the helicopter? Oh, shawl Wait, of shame! Shawl of shame. Normal moment. No, we're, we'll get on to those, Alex. Okay, okay. Oh, unless we're okay. I think I feel like we're stepping is, on his normal moment. No. Pose. Okay. Yeah, Actually, it sounds like it. Okay, let's accost is it. Is it anybody's? I could take it. Do you want, yeah, go for it. I have moment. another one. Yeah. I have okay. another one, Alex. So lead us. Uh, sure, sure, sure. So, um. So Michael Fassbender shows up. He shouldn't be in the movie. Just want to remind everybody. <laughs> he was that. napping in a barn. Yeah, he was he was taking a nap in his barn as yeah. he want to do. <laughs> a classic Magneto behavior. 
What you doing, man? You, you scheming? No, I'm napping. Chill, man. Yeah. Uh, so, so Jean Grey shows up to Magneto's, like, terrorist hideout. <laughs> in, like, it's, like a, it's like a hippie commune. Terrorist. Yeah, well, I mean, he is a terrorist, and he's hiding out. All these you know? fucking Manson family movies this year. It's too much already. Once Upon a Time in Genosha. There we go. <laughs> we got it. Well, we got a name for this episode. <laughs> that didn't take long. Uh, um, <laughs> Don't forget the dot dot dots. Yeah, Andrew, when oh, you yeah, name okay, this episode. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Jean Grey shows up, and then the army shows up chasing Jean Grey. She killed some police officers, I think, and um, so they send in like nondescript military figures. I don't know what branch of service they're from. I'm sorry, uh, but they have a helicopter. They have two helicopters, and so she just like makes one start. Sp- Bending its rotors and then chops the rotors off. I don't know why she has to do that. She can just rip them directly off if that's her goal. I don't really get it. It's her so first then, time dealing with a helicopter in a movie. Yeah, yeah. maybe she's just like figuring out how it worked. Yeah. Like, oh, it spins, and then okay, I get this. So she <laughs> starts doing it to the second helicopter. All the army guys are still there, and Magneto's like, oh no, I gotta stop her from destroying their helicopter I guess okay. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know why he thought to do that but so he can control the metal and she can just control any kind of object matter physics at all Not that uh, so, is not explained by the way like the movie not, does not yeah, no. set that up it doesn't really get into her telekinesis but whatever she moves stuff with her mind and mm-hmm. he moves metal with his mind so they're fighting over it they're having like a very like I can't believe nobody's nose started bleeding this seems like a pretty oh man standard thing you should have there but whatever well they wanted to uh, say Magneto says fuck so if they, if they were to do fuck and a nosebleed that's a, that's yeah, a hard R yeah. I think it's Cyclops who drops the F-bomb he which also, oh, uh, are we still okay on the dual challenge? Well, I've already lost Ooh. already. Uh, Alex is the only one who hasn't it. sworn, so good job, Alex. Uh. Yeah, Jordan has to declare it, and he always forgets. Yeah, so I'm, I'm basically a double champion somehow. So, <laughs> Magneto, he's trying to stop the helicopter from being spun <laughs> by Jean Grey. I, it's very unclear what her motive is, if she's just going to do the same thing as before. Uh, so obviously this helicopter is in a state of duress. It's being like <laughs> mentally tug of war over by two superhumans. Uh, there's two guys still in the helicopter, and I'm sitting here thinking like they need to get out. They need to be rescued. Those two guys in there are in danger yeah, because get the out of the get out of the helicopter. Torn apart. Yeah, and then Magneto, <laughs> he's like, oh, I gotta get these army guys out of here. He says, everyone, quick, get in the helicopter. <laughs> they all file into the helicopter. <laughs> And one of them is dangling off the bottom. (laughs) One of them is dangling. Because you can't have a comic book movie without a good dangle. Yeah, it's a little homage to the great dangles of the comic book past. (laughs) If this was a video show, we would just, that would be a perfect cue to like insert all the great danglings. Oh, man. I mean, almost all of them are Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, all of them. Yeah. Sometimes Aunt May dangles. (laughs) I thought she just said, deliver us from evil. Uh, really finish it! Finish it! So yeah, so that's it. They, 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 all, they all fucking died. Yeah. They're dead. Yeah. <laughs> they got into the helicopter. I don't know why. What were you doing, Magnus? Yeah. Shh. <laughs> what, do you want me to go next? Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Um, <laughs> Jean goes back to her, like, childhood home to see her dad, who isn't dead they also just sort of that's just like a boring plot thread that sucks um, i mean but the entire plot hinges on that which is 
really something. Well, there's no right. emotional payoff to it whatsoever. <laughs> but um, anyways, Gene uh, gets mad at her dad and shatters a glass in his hand and it looks like shit like <laughs> nobody responds like neither of them acts as if it's normal like the guy's just like holding his hand out and then the glass just like shatters into a million pieces and he's not like what the hell he's just like mm. <laughs> it's like he's gotta make himself another old fashioned exactly god damn what do you got Andrew uh okay um uh, well so uh and I guess like the last act of the movie um one of the Jessica Chastain's alien starts taking the Phoenix power from... Also, if we haven't mentioned the aliens yet, don't worry yeah, about don't it. Yeah, don't worry about we it. It's okay. did. Yeah, there's aliens. Yeah. The scrolls from Captain Marvel make a <laughs> brief appearance. Yeah. They're called the skulls here for legal reasons. They're not anything. <laughs> like, yeah. That's correct. Fuck, yeah. The skulls um, parasite unit. There we go. So she is taking the Phoenix power, and it is part of her plot to... Question mark. To question mark, kill question mark. all life on Earth to some ends. And yeah, what's he got against the Earth? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Yeah. And we live here. And it's just artlessly explaining her plans as she's t- sucking out this energy. Uh, and uh, so, what is it? It's Xavier asks, it's like, you'd kill all of us, wouldn't you? And Jessica Chastain, it's like the best line yeah, reading of... it's really good. Yes! Yes! <laughs> It's way worse than, like, the first vampire movie that has sound. Yeah. Like, it's way less subtle than that. Yeah, it's like her directions where it's like, all right, we want menace, but you don't really care. Like, that's... So just menace because I don't want to be here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, no. All right, we got to rank this sucker. Oh, God. Do we? Do we have to? Unless you want to just throw it into, like, like franchise prison. <laughs> Yeah, which is which would be you know earned. Would, nobody, no judge in the world would convict us. Like right? what's what's just like? The but it's not the worst thing. On what's the list? range of uninteresting garbage on our? So you go from the mediocre, the mediocre Mesa, Mesa to the wasteland. This is below. The yeah, this is the land. yeah. This is the wastelands. So yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> the swamp of suffering. The swamp of suffering is really good. Suffering. One day we'll actually like once we're at movie five hundred, we'll, we'll be able to we'll name make all a these. Map. Yeah, yeah. Some geography classes will take. Place. Holy fuck, guys! We're at one forty-five. This will be movie one forty-six for this fucking show. Oh my god. Yeah. Now I'm trying to look at what's. You're like, still having fun, fellas? Huh? Of I, I'm course. having a blast. Oh, yeah. I'll start yes. us off then if you guys yes. if you guys are still deciding. Um, I'm going to go with something really obvious, which is just like uh, Apocalypse is slightly better than this. So I put this at number 110. Oh, wow. Um, so Pretty low. I have Apocalypse suspiciously high here at 110. So X-Men question mark. I'll put that in the notes here. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> wait, wait. Sorry, so where is Apocalypse? Uh, Apocalypse ranking? was at 109, so this will be... Wow. The sandwich would be um, red at the bottom, Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse on top. Because somehow the actors cared more in this movie than Bruce Willis did in Red, so... <laughs> <laughs> um. Alex, you go next. Sure, I could try that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my apocalypse is way... <laughs> my apocalypse is up at 81. What the fuck? That's not great still. Remember it's, That's how like bad- almost maybe like 40%. That's like the top fucking what? 60% of this project. That's ridiculous. It's not even it, in the bottom 40. 
My math is great. Uh, Don't worry about uh, it. But bottom 40, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, so it, it's it's a little more... I was more generous, it looks like. I usually am on, like, Marvel properties. <laughs> Biased. <laughs> Biased. Uh, but this one is not... That's why we keep getting doxxed by DC fans. Because <laughs> of your obvious bias. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't... I don't have a riff on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want to get doxxed, please. DC Extended Universe. Uh, yeah. Big in the hacking community. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. Let's 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 pretend Joker's really good, even if we don't like it. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, if you're waiting to hear us see that movie, keep fucking waiting because nobody in this conversation wants to see that movie. And um, I mean, we'll definitely do it. We'll but, do it. We'll yeah. do it. I but like I don't need to say say it. I don't need to say it. No, I don't need to see it like opening day or anything like that. I don't want to see the. I don't want to meet the people in the opening. Oh my god, that's a really good point. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love the idea of somebody like in their Batman costume hating it. Like they walk out and they're just like pulling their cloak up because they're just (laughs) devastated. Yeah. They thought Batman was in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like we um. Andrew, I'm sure, has told this story either to you, Alex, or to, like, even on the show. But um, when we saw, spoilers, uh, The Force Awakens, yeah. we went to, like, one of the first shows on, like, the Eastern Seaboard. So there was a lot of people dressed up as Han Solo. Yeah. Um, like, one of them was into, like, a really elaborate Han Solo costume. And he was walking in just as we were leaving. And we joked about how we should have just, like, just, like, patted him on the shoulder or just, like, hugged him. Yeah, they're there. Uh <laughs> And I think we spent the rest of the evening just, like, imagining... Oh, like, yeah, the moment like, that he like, sees that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it was him and, like, we was it was a couple and, like, uh, and like his girlfriend was dressed as Ray. Yeah. And it was just us imagining them, like, getting back to their apartment and being like, are you okay, honey? And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, he's Staring like, into the mirror, the mirror yeah. And, like, his Han Solo costume being like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm just tired. Yeah. But it's never <laughs> the same. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, I, I think I'm ready. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll put this at not as low as it should be, maybe, but number ninety eight for wow. me. Um, wow, a full ten higher than Jordan. Am I crazy? Uh, X Men question mark Dark Phoenix, and uh, that puts it below Fantastic Four and above Surrogates. I <laughs> holy shit, Surrogates might movie. be the most forgotten. I can't believe movie. that exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, here. Um, I will say, if Surrogates wasn't there, then Split is the next one, and I think that would be a pretty good space to have this, between Fantastic Four, another Marvel team, and Split, another It's like a palate McAvoy cleanser thing. for bad Bruce Willis movies. That's <laughs> basically what you're doing. <laughs> um, Holy shit, speaking of Glass and Split, Andrew has Glass at, like, it is bottom five, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah. You didn't care for that, did you? Uh, I'll have no, not, not so much. Yeah, but Sarah Paulson performance wasn't convincing enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in on it, I think. But Metropolis is just New York City. Oh. <laughs> it couldn't even fly. Shuddered. I remember what the hell you were talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's, right. That movie was written by a like. One of those Mad Libs sized books with Did You Know about certain characters? <laughs> Did you know that Batman used to use guns? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Superman is Canadian, sort of? <laughs> 
beg your pardon. There you go. You saw that Heritage Minute. Yeah. Anybody who has those trivia facts about the origins of a comic book character has no way of ever using them. Because nobody, <laughs> nobody will care. Under no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Because you can defend Batman v Superman with it. No, Batman's always used guns, actually. Okay. Well, <laughs> so you can only use it for evil. Yeah, exactly. But the bottom line is, um, nobody who can correctly name the issue of like amazing fantasy that Spider-Man appears is ever going to get laid for it. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. So in fact, there someone are, hasn't been to yeah, Comic Con. Their yeah, amazing yeah, fantasy rude. will be strictly yeah. a one-person operation. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, all right. <laughs> I guess I still haven't ranked this yet. Yeah, uh, and I just alienated like hardcore comic collectors <laughs> and, and anybody with like a fondness for comic trivia. Yes. Sorry. Uh, there goes a quarter of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> we lost Dave. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. That vibration is me pounding the table. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, well, between my ignorant statements <laughs> and the constant anti-DC bias of the show. Dave just had to put his foot yeah. down. That's it. He's going back to Cinema Sins. Ding. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh. All right. I'm... I am putting this at... Ding! They call her <laughs> Phoenix, but she doesn't have any wings. Ding! He's <laughs> 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 oh. All right. Ding. Uh, I'm going to try to rank this, despite the dings. Uh, all right. I'm going to give uh, Ding Phoenix at... Uh, it's going to get 92. It's between... Uh, I would say two other space misadventure movies. <laughs> What do we got? We got Turbo Kid and Meteor Man. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody goes into outer space in Turbo Kid, dude. It's a crash spaceship. I was with the Turbo Kid. But they're not in outer space. I mean, it's involved in a space mission. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. It's it's more of a loose theme. I was gonna use Turbo Kid in my post-apocalyptic show because that's the only other one I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andrew, you're so pre- there. We go. It's sit back in. <laughs> the joke's coming back. And we're coming back too. Yeah. Um. So for now, I'll sign up for myself, Jordan, with a really weird voice today. So sorry about that. Uh, Andrew, thanks for listening. Alex, bye. And we'll be back with something. I'm not gonna say something good. But we'll certainly be back with something (laughs) soon. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.